Today's message is from James chapter 1 verse 2. Count it all joy when you go through troubles and temptations. And pastor encourages that God's grace on duty will help you to see beyond your present situation. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's open our Bibles tonight to the book of James chapter 1. This is for you. to make a paper plane and throw it <laughs> James chapter 1 verse 2 James chapter 1 verse 2 My brethren count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation Amen My brethren count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation seeing beyond the present somebody said the word god is grace on duty grace will help you to see beyond the present In James chapter 1 verse 2 My brethren count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptation count it it's an account, accounting term record it reckon it take note be assured it's a, you make sure that you count it all joy it's pretty hard especially when you're going through trouble when you're going through a tough time when you're going through temptations to count it all joy is pretty tough but that's where you need the grace of god human nature is that we can only see and count but without the grace of god you will never be able to see what is beyond the present when you are going through a tough time a trial a temptation you feel it is all downhill from there you think it is the end you don't think you're going to last that long It is hard to see beyond the present. But the Bible says to count it as joy. How can I count it as joy? There's only one way. If I can see beyond the present. It's not easy, but you got to do it. Grace is the ability to see beyond the present. challenge that you're facing to see beyond today to see beyond the next hour when you time when you go through temptations you are so discouraged you want to quit you want to give up but the bible says count it all joy 
Amen. Because there is grace on duty. There is grace on duty. There is grace to enable you to lift your eyes and see that which is beyond what you're going through now. When you go through situations or circumstances that are overwhelming, depressing. How can I last another day? Grace, by grace. You know, many people commit suicide because they can't see a way out of what they're going through. They quit, they get discouraged, they get depressed. They're going through something, they get depressed, they get discouraged, they don't see a way out. But not you or me. By grace, by the mercies of God, by the help of the Holy Spirit, in the name of Jesus, you're going to come through from what you're going through in the present to the blessings of God and to what God has ordained for your life. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. It says there, looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and is set down at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus had the grace to see beyond. He saw the joy that was laid for him. Look at somebody and say, there is joy laid ahead for you. Amen. Jesus endured the cross. Certain circumstances that you go through, there's only one way, that is to endure it. Endure it. Amen. There is no other way. Only endure it. What does that word endure means? To accept or continue in a situation that is difficult or unpleasant. To be in a difficult or painful situation for a long time without complaining. To carry on, to carry on through despite hardships. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Just imagine, you know, some, some, sometimes what you're going through, you have to just endure it. May the grace of God help you enable you to endure whatever you're going through and to come forth victorious. But that's not the end of the story. You have to see beyond to what God has kept for you. Imagine a woman who is pregnant. She's pregnant six months. No matter how much she prays, how much she is going to go, the baby is only going to come out of the three months. But she's got to endure that unpleasant season. Tummy getting bigger, she getting frustrated. Want to somehow see the baby out and just go on with life. <laughs> Glory to God. Hallelujah. But you endure it. Why? If you're a smart woman, you see the joy that is coming. I remember when Tanya was, we were expecting her fourth. She went for one of those scans and the doctor allowed her to see the heartbeat and the baby's movements. Till that day she was kind of, oh my God, how many months? But the moment she saw that, she's, she was crying and she said, oh, there's a baby inside. 
It doesn't matter how long I have to wait. There is a baby, a blessing inside. John chapter 16, verse 21. The gospel of John, the 16th chapter, verse 21. Glory to God. A woman when she is in travail hath sorrow. Has sorrow. Because her hour is come. Mm. But as soon as she is delivered of the child, she remembereth no more the anguish for joy that a man is born into the world. That's right. See? She must see beyond. She's got to survive that pain. That big needle, even if you're going to take one of those injections, those big needles. <laughs> I was in the labor room, hiding behind the curtain. <laughs> But you see those doctors coming in with those, nurses coming in with those. And you pray, Lord, give her grace. <laughs> yeah. Glory to God. See, to go through that pain, that discomfort, that labor, you got to see what is coming. The children of Israel in the wilderness, they couldn't see beyond the wilderness. They had come out of Egypt. They couldn't see beyond the wilderness. So all they could think of was going back. And they couldn't count it as joy. So they began to murmur, complain, let out their frustrations. They got into a bad mood. Look at somebody and say, don't get into a bad mood. Amen. When somebody is in a bad mood, you think God is in a bad mood. No, no, no. God is not in a bad mood. Glory to God. In order to survive your trial, your challenge, your pain, you need to know there is grace on duty for you. You have to count it joy and you have to learn to see beyond what you're going through. Glory to God. But many believers, you know, we quote the scripture in Matthew 6, which Jesus quoted and he said, you know, do not be anxious or worried about tomorrow because tomorrow will have its own challenges. So we, we don't want to see beyond today. We are going through challenges today. Let me not think about tomorrow also. <laughs> Amen. So we learn to worry. We get worried. Jesus do not be anxious or worried. So you know what I understood? If you if you thinking about tomorrow only is leading to worry, you have to learn to think beyond tomorrow. And that's where the grace of God begins to operate. You're going through temptation struggles today. And the moment you think about tomorrow, you're getting even more, oh my God, how am I going to last this journey? But grace on duty. The Holy Spirit opens your eyes to see beyond what you're worrying into what God has kept for you. Look further than tomorrow. If you're worried over tomorrow, may your eyes be opened in the name of Jesus. May every worry disappear out of your life in the name of Jesus. Let the grace of God show up in your life. 
If you are worried, it means you have to look further. Praise the Lord. How can I do that? How can I do that, Pastor? How can I do that? Praise be to the name of the Lord. Naturally, it is not possible. Look at somebody and say, naturally, it is not possible. You can't go to the supermarket and buy it. You can't order it by Swiggy. Somebody can't send it by Swiggy Genie. <laughs> that doesn't happen that way. So how do you step into that grace? Acts chapter 7, verse 54. Acts of the Apostles, the 7th chapter, verse 54. When they heard these things, they were cut to the heart and they gnashed on him with their teeth. So one of the greatest teachers and preachers in the New Covenant, in the New Testament, Stephen. He was so full of the Holy Spirit, he's preaching. Seventh chapter, one of the longest sermons in the New Testament. Even Peter only spoke 11 verses. This man has got the entire old covenant inside of him and he's put it together with the new covenant and revealing Jesus. Great preacher. One of the best preachers of that day. But the society hated him for that. And they wanted to stone him and kill him. It still happens today. Those people who wanted to stone him and kill him are still there in Kerala, in India. Any young preacher who wants to preach, stand up for Jesus, they want to somehow put them down. And he died, a very young preacher. But the Bible says he saw something beyond, the 50, 55th verse. But he, being full of the Holy Ghost, but he, being full of the Holy Ghost, looked up steadfastly into heaven, looked up steadfastly into heaven and saw the glory of God and saw the glory of God and Jesus standing on the right hand of God and Jesus standing at the right hand of God see he didn't see those insults or those stones he didn't see that crowd who was against him he saw beyond that he saw heaven open and Jesus standing by the side of the father Glory to God. Hallelujah. May you see beyond every insulting person around your life. Beyond those stones. Beyond those very ones who put you, who wants to put you down. Uh, may you see beyond that to what God has kept for you. And Jesus standing at the right hand of God the Father. How could Stephen see it? 55th verse says the key. Full of the Holy Spirit. Look at somebody and say, full of the, Holy Spirit. of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Full. No shortcuts. Full of the Holy Ghost. In your ability, you cannot stop worrying. But when the fullness of the Spirit comes, worry is put out by the Holy Spirit. Full 
of the Holy Spirit. You have to see beyond the school fees that you're supposed to pay for your children. You have to see beyond that loan that you have to repay. You have to see beyond the doctor's verdict that you have an incurable disease. You have to see beyond every challenge that you're facing and count it joy. And you can only do that by the power and the help and the ministry of the Holy Spirit of God. Saturated and covered in the Holy Spirit. Somebody said to be saturated in the Holy Spirit means to be taken over by the Holy Spirit, your soul and your body. Just not your spirit, your soul and body. So pastor, please, we are not that spiritual. How do we get to that point? Let me make it similar for you. Ephesians chapter 5, verses 18 to 21. How do you get into the fullness of the spirit? And be not drunk with wine, wherein is excess, but be filled with the spirit. Be not, be filled with wine, which is excess, but be, be filled, filled with, the, with the spirit. Yes. Speaking to yourselves. Speaking to yourselves. In psalms. In and, psalms. And hymns. Hymns. And spiritual songs. And spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the singing Lord. Singing and making melody in your heart. To the Lord. To the Lord. Giving thanks always for all things unto God. Yes. And the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And verse 21. Submitting yourselves one to another. Submitting yourselves one to another in the fear of God. Amen. See, Ephesians 5 is written to the church. People who had already received the gift of the Spirit. But the Holy Spirit was kind of dormant, not activated. They received the gift, they spoke in tongues, but they are now walking in the fullness of the Spirit. So Paul is writing and saying, be continuously filled in the Holy Spirit. And how do you do that? Four things. Speaking to yourself. Speaking to yourself. Open your mouth and say that I have to speak to myself. I have to speak to myself. I have to speak to myself. Speaking to yourself. We are excited about speaking to somebody else. We're looking to speak to somebody else. And most of the time it drains you out. But to be filled with the Holy Spirit of God, the fullness of the Spirit, you have to learn to speak to yourself. Glory to God. You have to learn to utter words. Amen. Glory to God. Two, it says there, you have to start singing. Speaking to yourself in psalms, hymns and spiritual songs. Singing. And making melody in your heart to the Lord. You used to sing that song. Making melody in my heart. Making melody in my heart. Making melody in my heart to the King. Melody. 
Creating melody in my heart to the King of Kings. One more time. Making melody in my heart. Making melody in my heart. Making melody in my heart to the King of Kings. One more time. Making melody. to learn to speak to yourself engrave yourself speak out the promises of God over your own life prophesy to yourself declare in faith over your own life don't keep your mouth closed somebody said Christians who are quiet, die quietly. You want to live and live in the fullness of God, you got to open your mouth and speak to yourself. Speak the word of God. Speak the promise of God. If you feel this, the presence of God is kind of dormant in your life and you can't feel, start singing. easiest way to experience the spirit of God in your life is to start singing if you're not a good singer put a CD on look at our worship team just put their songs and start singing along with them the angels will think you're singing And when you start singing, the presence of God will be manifested in your life and worry will go. And then you got to start looking to worry. And worry is not to be found. I searched for worry, worry is gone. Somebody's testimony from today. Somebody who is a perpetual warrior, <laughs> not a warrior, warrior. Glory to God. God is going to set you free. The grace to sing unto the Lord is coming upon you. There is grace on duty. Learn to sing unto the Lord and the presence of God will begin to be manifested. Glory to God. Every day. Every day. The third one is giving thanks. Always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Express your gratitude. It's a very practical, simple truth. But every day take 10 minutes to look at how can I be grateful to God? What do I need to thank the Lord for? Very conscious. It's not just lifting up and saying, thank you Jesus, praise you Lord, hallelujah, and then no, no, it is consciously I am alive today. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Oh God, I can breathe. Thank you, Jesus, for that. Thank you, Lord, for the food that you gave me. Thank you, Lord, for your mercies over my life. Very consciously look at 
how God has delivered you, blessed you, protected you and brought you thus far and consciously begin to thank Him. The moment you begin to do that, the anointing of the Holy Spirit is stirred up inside of you. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Don't you have anything to thank Him for? Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Father. To be filled, to see beyond what you're going through, you need to be full of the Spirit. It's for every child of God. And the fourth one is submitting yourself one to one another in the fear of God. Submitting. Now the word for submit in Greek it's a very interesting word. Hupotazo. 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 H-U-P-O-T-A-S-S-O. Literally means to place or put under. It means to put something under something else. This can refer to physical placement to being under someone else's control authority or to do what someone else wants. To be a subordinate, one version. I mean, one of the meanings. In other words, if your position is high, you consciously take a position lower. That's what it means. You want to be high, but then you take, consciously take a position lower. Imagine this glass here. And this bottle here. The glass is higher. It cannot be filled from this bottle. Because the glass is higher. So hypotazo means this glass is choosing to come lower than this bottle. So God can pour something into your life. So anybody who's filled with the Spirit of God to the fullest have learned this truth. If you're taking this position of higher you might be the CEO of a company. But to see the fullness of the Spirit, you've got to learn. Be the, be, have that title, please. Have the, get that salary also. <laughs> but in your heart, you place yourself lower than anyone in their office. And then you will see the blessing of God flowing into you. The Spirit of God coming unto you. Amen. The glass has to be lower than the bottle for the water to come in. The moment you exalt yourself, you become proud, you become arrogant, and you want to rule, and you are up there, the Spirit of God departs. Not literally, 
the spirit of god will depart with you scripturally but you don't feel the presence the holy spirit is not activated you don't feel the fullness submit yourself one to another in the fear of god so the husband and the wife have to submit both have to submit wife a little bit more i hope she is hearing it <laughs> both both have to <laughs> submit each to each other but one a little bit more take that lower position glory to god hallelujah and when you begin to do that you filled with the fullness of the spirit and the holy spirit opens up your eyes to see beyond everything joseph had a dream to be up there but even before pharaoh he stayed low i mean he had the answers to the problem He didn't say, I got the answers. Okay. You want me? This is my fee. You come to me. He didn't have that attitude. <laughs> He just stayed. Sometimes there are people, you know, they, they got the answers, they got the resources. They say, okay, you come, you got Indian, you come to me. The moment you do that, well, you can get away in life, but not walk in the fullness of the spirit. you become like mad men lift your hand and say holy spirit help me jesus help me
Acts chapter 6 verse 8 Stephen could see beyond because the Bible says in Acts 6 and 8 Stephen full of faith and say that with me Stephen Stephen full of faith full of faith and power and power did great wonders and miracles among the people great wonders Stephen full of faith praise be to the name of Jesus to see beyond you need faith A faith-filled lifestyle. How does that come about? Imagine you want to take a flight. You run to the airport. You got the ticket. You got the boarding pass. But they ask you for your identity. And if you say, I'm six feet tall, they won't let you in. If you say, I studied in Harvard, they're not going to let you in. Do you know that I'm the CEO of this company? They're not going to let you in. They'll say your identity. I want to know who you are. Show me whether the name on the boarding pass is the same guy. That Show me something to prove yourself. You have to know who you are in Christ. Your identity. even full of faith faith can come alive only when you know who you are in Jesus Christ you can never rise up in life above the understanding of who you are there are many people with identity crisis even naturally there are people who do not know their true identity understanding the root of who you are and who can tell you who you are only God can tell you you are who God called you to be Gideon the angel of the Lord came and said you mighty man of valor Gideon is trying to hide but God calls him you mighty man of valor don't you know who you are Abraham, I'm going to change your name, call you Abraham, which means father of a multitude. I'm going to change your identity. You need to see yourself as Abraham before you have your Isaac. Sarai, I'm going to call you Sarah, which means princess. Your identity is of a princess. 
Even at 80, Abimelech, the king was in love or was fascinated by her beauty. Simon, you're going to be called Peter, a little rock. You're not going to be like a reed that goes that side and this side. You're going to be a rock. Don't let anyone else tell you who you are because your faith will go. You won't have confidence when you pray. You won't even want to see beyond because you think, oh my God, I, I am a poor nobody. I don't think anybody loves me. I don't think anybody wants me. I don't think, oh my God, everybody's speaking badly about me. I don't think I can get anywhere in life. God says, that's not who I said you are. Any name that is not given by God to you is a false name. So who does God say you are? <laughs> are you learning something tonight? If you are, lift your hand and say, Holy Spirit, help me to keep your heart, keep your focus here because there are some of you who do not, you know, your mind went somewhere else. The Spirit of God wants to reveal His purpose over your life. He wants faith to come alive in your life. Don't magnify sin about redemption. Don't say I'm unrighteous, unworthy. I think I'm a slave of sin. Don't say that because that's not your identity. He became sin. He who knew no sin, that in him you might be the righteousness of God. If there are Indians listening to me, any Indians listening to me? Do you have to pray every day, Lord, please make me an Indian, please make me an Indian? No, you are an Indian if you are born here. If you are listening from USA and you were born there, you don't have to pray every day, Lord, please make me an American, please make me. You are an American if you were born there. Glory to God. Religion will inject sin consciousness into you. The Holy Spirit of God, full of the Holy Spirit of God, will inject righteousness of Christ into you. Glory to God. Because Christ died, you died in Him. Praise be to the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Because you is alive, you also live in Him. Glory to God. Because he is seated at the right hand of God the Father. The, Lord, the Bible says in Ephesians 2, you are seated with him in the heavenly places. Glory to God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Let every battle in the mind, a confusion over your identity, every fear, every, every devaluation of yourself, every demon behind it be broken from your life in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. John chapter 3. We know that scripture, don't we? Third verse. Born, born, born again. Born again. Born, born, born again.
Spirit, water and the blood, thank God I'm born again. Water of the Spirit, water and the blood, thank God I'm born again. Born of the Spirit, water and the blood, thank God I'm born again. Born of the Spirit, water and the blood, thank God I'm born again. Born, born, born again. Born, born, born again. Thank God I'm born again. Born, born, born again. Thank God I'm born again. Yes, that's what John 3 3 says. Very well, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. The sixth verse. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit. Big S. God is spirit. Is spirit. Amen. That which is born to a lion is a lion cub. That which is born to an elephant is a baby elephant. That which is born to a dog is another dog. That which is born to a cat is another cat. And when you are born again, born of the Spirit, you are born as a child of God. Your lineage has changed. If you realize this truth, then faith comes alive. John 1 verses 12 and 13. But as many as received him, to them gave he the power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. 13th verse, which were born not of the blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. Amen. Glory to God. Your bloodline has changed. I'm no longer a Kutakapali. I'm a child of the Most High God by faith in Jesus Christ. So what happens is if you don't if, if you don't realize it, the enemy will manipulate your mind thinking, oh, there is this generational curse that is working. I don't think I can have victory. My father had this problem. Looks like I will also have this problem. Poverty is there in our lineage. Looks like there will be poverty in my life also. You know why? See, how will you pray then? How are you going to come out of it? By the truth, people are held under bondage by the lie of the enemy. You are born again, not by the will of man or the will of flesh, but by the will of God. And the nature of Jesus Christ comes inside of you. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of Jesus. You are not delivered in a deliverance session. You are delivered by the knowledge of God's word.
See, how do you see yourself matters? Now, Stephen, full of faith, full of faith, he knew who he was. Full of the Spirit, he saw beyond. Grace to see beyond. Amen. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Romans 8 verse 1. Who dares to bring in it? Romans 8 1. There is therefore no condemnation for those of us who are in Christ Jesus who walk according to the Spirit and not according to the flesh. Stop walking in condemnation. Open your mouth and say, I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, some scriptures. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, the truth of scriptures 16 and 17. Know ye not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. If any man defiles the temple of God, him shall God destroy. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. 1 Corinthians 6, 19. It says that you are the temple of the Holy Spirit of God. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit which are God's the 20th verse you are redeemed by the blood saved by the blood your body becomes his temple so therefore glorify God in your in your body the value that God places by giving the blood of his son Jesus Amen. So you have to look at, in my body, is there anything that is not glorifying God? Does that sickness glorify God? Does my asthma glorify God? No, it doesn't. Glorify God in your body. Does this cancer glorify God? It doesn't. So once you know it doesn't glorify God, you know the truth of God's word. You have no right to, oh my life, my body belongs to God. Praise be to the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. So he was full of faith and full of the Spirit. Look at somebody and say, be full of faith, be full of faith and full of, the spirit. full of the Spirit. Speak to yourself. Speak to yourself and say, I am forgiven. I am redeemed. I am not under condemnation. Amen. There is only one person who can condemn you. That is Jesus. But Jesus is not condemning you. He is seating at the right hand of God the Father. Interceding for you. So don't walk with condemnation. Don't walk with guilt. Don't walk with shame. Don't walk feeling intimidated. Glory to God. You can see beyond. Whatever trial you are going through. Glory to God. Hallelujah. God loves you. Open your mouth and say, I am loved of God. I am ransomed by God. I am redeemed by God. I am rescued from destruction by God. I am reconciled to God. I am chosen by God. I am a royal priesthood, a holy nation, God's own child. To glorify God. I am justified by the blood of Jesus. So you got to speak to yourself. And then you will feel the activation of the Spirit. You will feel the fullness of God coming into you. And the presence of God will overwhelm you and open your eyes to see beyond. So may the truth of this word set you free. Help you to see beyond and see the joy that God has set for you. Glory to God.